Welcome to episode 84 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some, sir. How are you doing? Quite well, actually, here at the North Studios. Wanted to go outside, but just too fucking hot to be outside. It's a little warm. Um, But really looking forward to episode 84 because it's kind of a throwback to our Oktoberfest because we've got the flights out. And since you brought the beer, I'm going to turn it back over to you. All right. So this one is a thank you to my sister, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, uh, birthday gift. Bunch of excellent beers that we're going to try today. And in this first taste, we're going to mix it up just a little bit. We've got seven, so we're going to taste three in the first segment, two in the second segment, and two in the last segment. I think I'm Three pretty... plus two plus two is seven, Thank by you. anybody's math. Thank you, numbers guy. All you right. betcha. So um, I'm, going to just, I'm going to go through them right now, uh, and then when we actually do the tasting, we'll taste one, uh, rate it, and then we'll go on with a little conversation, taste another one, rate it. Uh, but first on the docket is Angry Mayor from Lansing Brewing Company. Or excuse me, Angry Mayor IPA from the Lansing Brewing Company. Um, interesting uh, history to this one. Um, let me see if I can click over to my notes here. And uh, da, 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 da. Lansing Mayor Verge Bernero, who ran for governor in 2010, governor of Michigan, is known as the Angry Mayor. He was... Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see my trusty notes here. Yeah, so uh, Verge, when he was running for mayor a few years back, he was on many of the political talk shows, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, and he was very passionate when he was on the shows. Uh, He was fighting to save manufacturing in the state of Michigan and very focused on saving the automotive industry in the Midwest. They labeled him the angry mayor because of his passionate, you know, kind of like you, Mike. Oh, okay. You're the angry podcast guy, I guess. But that's a little, you know, when I saw this can, I'm like, angry mayor, that's got to be somebody, you know, so. uh, Now, do you think, do you think his opponents, instead of referring to him as Verge, refer to him as Vag? (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I know you're hoping so. I'm hoping so. For him, uh, I was hoping not. But then he could really become the angry mayor, wouldn't he? Yeah, and then his opponents could really go, yeah, fuck the Vag. (laughs) And and then everybody would go, ba-dum-bum. That was pretty quick. Uh, the second what she beer. Said. <laughs> the second beer today is Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. This is coming to us from the UK. Uh, this is from, uh, I believe, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Tadcaster. It's hard to pronounce that wrong. I guess Yorkshire. I don't think they. I don't think like here in the states we well, pronounce this, it Yorkshire, but I think if it's, it's Yorkshire. from the UK, maybe your sister can pull some strings and get us some uh, snake venom. Oh, 67%. maybe seven percent. Well, I don't think she got this from the UK. I think oh. she got this from well, here in the. But anyway, um, and then although the, Mike Klein, not to interrupt you, but Mike Klein says he does know a guy, and he is. This is at least what he told me, Mike Klein oh, from Mad Destination Burma. He's working on it, and if he, if anybody can get it for us, I told him, hey, price is no object. Um, bring it for us, and we would literally have to split that beer, a 12-ounce beer at 67.5%. Oh, that would be the only beer we'd taste. <laughs> so anyway, I'm hoping that Destination Burma can come through for the guys here at Flight Football and anything else. The third one is uh, Goose Island. Uh, they just call it IPA. 
Hey, simple. Just IPA. Keep it simple. Keep it real. So those are the three. All right, so let's um, crack them and pour them, and, and then we'll taste. All right. All right. There's... So we got our old uh, Oktoberfest flight set that my lovely wife Liz ordered, oh, damn near a year ago now. All right, so let's go ahead and pour the, the chocolate stout one now. Okay. With our flights, football, anything else bottle opener, courtesy of at Crimson Noggin. A little Quaker State action. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't wait to sample that Some one. Some solid notes coming off of there. Now, I will go back through because I, uh, I do not have the... Uh, I didn't give you guys the the specifics on these. Yeah, you can't do. Well, but let me get the Goose Island and pour it, and then yeah, then we'll then we'll give the specifics one by one because we don't want to confuse the listeners. Our listeners are a simple bunch. You know, you you give out a bunch of six point fours and thirty two IBUs for three beers right off Jump Street. They're gonna fucking push stop and exit the exit the pot. Well, what I thought. No I offense, would do. listeners. That was a compliment, by the way, because I'm already confused as to what we're drinking. What I thought I would do, though, is I would put the pod notes as far as what we're drinking and some of the specifics on the Facebook page. Yeah. So if you want to go back and check some of that information out, you can go to our Facebook page, Flights, Flights Football and Anything Else. All right. Well, without further ado, I'm getting thirsty, so let's uh, sample the Angry Mayor. Cheers. Cheers. And then after, then give the specifics on this one, Dave. Solid. I'm not gonna. It's not. It's not blowing my dress up right now, but it's solid. It's not angry enough for me. It's a little misleading with the angry. I was expecting. I was expecting an uppercut like where you would bite your tongue. If they have an angry hit. mayor, you're saying they should have an angry IPA. Exactly. Okay. Refreshing taste, though. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on the taste. I was just expect angry mayor. I was expecting some hops, but our listeners don't know what our. Uh, the IBUs are because you haven't said it yet. No, so this is six point eight percent. Okay, solid. Sixty-eight. Yeah, no, excuse me, sixty IBUs. See, there's that. I don't taste sixty IBUs. No. Of. Uh, they could have. They could have put a bit of malt in here, which is probably not what they should have done. They should have made it made it a little more angry. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not quite ready to rate it yet. Although it would be quicker because we have three to get through here this first segment. Dying to know, though, Dave. Yeah. Uh, wh- what do you call a magician that's lost his magic? A magician that's lost his magic. Um, magician that's lost. I'm trying to think of something perverted because that's probably where this is going. Um, limp. Ian. <laughs> Oh, those are the types of jokes I fucking love. Uh, you're right. Now listen. Now we were talking before the pod about you know being empty nesters here pretty soon. That right there is like a is like a grandpa joke. Do you know what I mean? So you're ready. Right. Well, you're ready for the next. You're warming up for the next step. Yeah, it's actually more of a dad joke, but well, whatever. Uh, dad, grandpa. Yeah. But it's just it's brilliant though if you think about it. Sure. You know, what do you call a magician who's lost his magic? magic. Ian. Ian. I get it. There you yeah, go. I, I shouldn't have been I shouldn't have been looking for the perverted uh, out for you. What have you been watching? Not much for me. 
But I'm very excited because November 7th, we got Dexter coming back. And September 5th-ish, Billions is resuming. And Liz and I have not yet started watching season five. We're kind of waiting till it gets closer so we can go. Kind of segue so, right yeah, into that. So we can, yep. we can be caught up on five and then go week to week on Showtime. Right. Dexter, I'm really fired up about because as, you know, probably we're in episode 84, so shit, probably 60, 60 weeks ago when we talked about Dexter. Yeah. Absolutely love the series. Arguably the worst series finale in the history of series finale. It was just fucking terrible. Um, Worse than Game of Thrones? Didn't I haven't watched it because you know dragons don't do it for me. They, you know there's no flying dragons because I ain't buying it. Just like I don't anything with related to UFOs and Bigfoot. Click next channel because I'm not fucking buying it. So yeah, all right. but uh, but yeah, what I did stumble upon as I was waiting for Liz to get ready before we went to the food food no not food basket food baskets on the east side uh, food castle. That Larry, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk, sent a video of. They had 1,300 beers. He talked to the owner, and the owner said, well, it's actually more like 1,600 beers because we haven't updated it yet. So Liz and I made a drive down to Grand Blank today, and that's where I purchased my uh, pre-pod Hoplock from Austin Brothers. Now, wait a minute. They got 1,600 beers, and you bought one that you've already had. But I bought two that I didn't. Okay. All right. I, and the two that I, the one that I had to buy something I could prepod with. Okay. I wasn't going to pre. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to go behind your back, Dave. I'm a, I'm a better co-host than that. <laughs> right, Come on right. now. All right. Um. So we made the drive down there, and yeah, that, I mean it's it's basically a gas station that sell. There's an unbelievable like behind the counter. It's at least seven shelves of liquor. I mean it's twenty feet high. So do they have one of those library ladders that goes along the rail? I didn't. And... I didn't see that. But and then they have some uh, pizzas and strombolis and shit that really look good. But we weren't going. <laughs> Liz and I weren't going to eat in the car. But um, so that that killed our afternoon. That was that was fun. And I actually had a was going somewhere with that, and I fucking forgot. So <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, you were so enamored with the seven yeah. shelves. Of oh yeah, and it, you know, beer so, and but yeah, the, you know, it's all cold. Only drawback, you, you have to buy multi-packs, either four or six sure. or 12. I mean, right. they don't do the singles like right. some of the places that we shop at. But, gotcha. oh, well. Um, oh, yeah. While I was waiting for her to get ready, I knew it would come back to me. Went on to Amazon Prime, Prime Videos. Like, all right, I'll watch something while she's getting ready. And went back to American Horror Story, season one. I just watched episode one, and... I have completely forgot what a great, great season that was. Just regular, right. plain old American Horror Story with uh, Evan Peters. Um, uh, what's the redhead lady's name from uh, Friday Night Lights? Chuck's yelling at the radio right now, telling me, fuck, I can't remember her name. But anyway, she's an older lady, a little bit of a smoke show. Oh, what a great series. And now they have Friday Night or no, American Horror Stories, which every week on, I think it's Amazon Prime, which will lead up to this season's American Horror Story. So okay. I'm just kind of like re-watching some of the old ones 
and that is Ameri- the regular American Horror Story. If you have Amazon Prime, I, I give it a rewatch because it's brilliantly done. All right, good. So I think, are you ready to rate Angry Mayor? Yeah, let's rate that, and then I'll talk about um, what I want to talk about in, in those in that term. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to rate it. Uh, I'm going first. Yes, sir. Um, you know, it's got a plunky spirit. It's not very angry. Uh, it's actually got a refreshing... I mean, if, I, if someone were to ask me, you know, how many IBUs in this before I would have saw the 60, I probably would have said 50. I, you know, 60 would have been the high end of... So, um, if I had tasted it and had to guess, I'd have said probably 25. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah no, it's a little bit higher than that. But um, I'm going to go 3.4. Nah, 3. Point, no, 3.4. No, 3. No, 3.30. Three and a quarter for me. And um, did you say uh, plunky spirit? Yeah, it's got a plunky spirit. Oh. Like you know, they're making, I mean, an, they're that, making that, an that's effort. Al- that, that's almost like an '80s movie that referred to a fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is an '80s movie. I think I must have gotten that from an '80s movie. Hey, I've uh, never heard of us, anybody having a plunky spirit. No, sh- uh, g- give us a shout out on the Facebook page and and help me remember where I got plunky spirit from. It's it's from a movie. I'm not thinking of what movie it's from right now though. All right. Um, what are the vitals for item number two on the prices right here, David? Item number two is the Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. Uh, the vitals on that, 5%, 28 IBUs. So uh, this has got a chance, especially with the notes that I'm taking off the top yeah. right now, this has got a chance to be delicious. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. And I'm Smooth, actually not filling. I mean, this goes back like five not or too six. Too rich. This goes back like five or six uh, pods ago where <laughs> I'm watching sci fi shit. I'm <laughs> going to grad parties, enjoying Bud Light. What's, what's happening to me, Dave? <laughs> and I you're feel, enjoying I, some stuff. I feel like I'm crumbling. I mean, have we? Dare no, I say, Mike, have we drank too many fucking IPAs? Because this, this Mike, right your here, world is expanding. It's not a bad thing. I don't know, but I, I, I'm a loyal guy. I like to, you know, I'm, a, I stick, you know, I, I'll fight to the death to You've defend my break friend. away from your OCD and lifestyle. I, I, I think you're right, but this right here, <laughs> this right here is delicious. Right. There's a little bit of coffee comes through, just a just a hint. A hint of coffee, but it's a chocolate. Yeah, it's like this is dessert. Yeah. So um, let me. I want to read you something, if I may. You may, because I'm just going to sit here and keep drinking this. And if you want to ref, if you want to refresh your uh, flight, you better do so because I'm going to get I'm going to get after was it. There, oh, yeah. there was a little bit. Well, left yeah, because these are like five ounce flights. Five and five is there ten, so go. there's two ounces. So, all right. So you're going to really enjoy this one. Now, again, this is this is uh, from the UK, right? <clears throat> uh, do, 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 do. Uh, brewed with well water, the original well sunk in 1758 is still in use with the hard water is drawn from 85 feet underground 
The gently roasted organic chocolate malt and organic cocoa imparts a delicious, smooth, and creamy character with inviting deep flavors and a delightful finish. And they spelled flavors F-L-A-V-O-U-R-S. Right, that's, yeah. Yeah, classic uh, British English. Uh, So anyway, uh, this is the perfect marriage of satisfying... Uh, stout and luxurious chocolate. Agreed? I it's agree. pretty good. It's delicious. <laughs> Samuel Smith Brew- Brewery from Tadcaster, Yorkshire, England. Her Yorkshire... Oh, God, spill it. Son of a bitch. Spilled some of it. Reading the spin in the label. <laughs> That wouldn't be the first time I've got beer on my notes, but yeah, boy, that's a uh, embarrassing. You know, there have been episodes where I've been so drunk where the spill is justified, justified, inevitable. <laughs> that was I was literally just kind of like spinning to to read some of the content of this delectable beer, and it literally slipped out of my hand. But hey, you know, I guess I'll have to chalk it up to a little alcohol abuse here. Um. um okay. So. As we enjoy this, which I'm sure we're going to. Um, all right, so I've asked you before. Does Liz have an iPhone? Yes. I don't. You don't, and but you have an iPad. Yes. So you can get a free episode of Ted Lasso. Now, you know Ted Lasso is up for 20 Emmy, nom- Emmy nominations, right? I do now. Yeah. So um, uh, he's all over the place. Uh, uh, Jason Jason's, uh, Sudeikis. Um, and his cohort, uh, Brandon Hunt, I think it's Brandon Hunt. I hope I'm getting that right. I don't have my notes up in front of me right this second, but, um, so he's Brandon kind of the, Hunt or Mike Hunt? <laughs> it's it's Brandon, Brendan, Brendan Hunt. Um, he's his assistant coach, which kind of like you and me a little bit in the sense that, um, uh, Ted Lasso, coach Lasso, he's the talker, the mover, right. the shaker, and, uh, his assistant coach Beard is the he's kind of like the stalwart you could tell he's right. the thinker he's a chess master he's you know if you watch the show but um but yeah ted lasso is the real deal and the first episode of season two just came out so now what platform is that on though apple tv and how much is that i i don't know because either a shelly paid for apple tv a while ago and that's one of the apple bills i keep getting uh i'll have to look and see but she's got Apple, you know, the whole season or season two in particular uh, is on Apple Plus. I think if you get if and, and, and I should have researched this a little bit more. But if you have an Apple device, you can get some Apple TV programming for free since you have an Apple device. Apple Plus is the premium played. Uh, OK, well, the other day, like because like um, Mike Klein, when we were when he was on. He came on our pod after we did yes. his, right? Yeah, so correct. it would have been like episode 63 or whatever. Something like that. And like he said, you know, you keep adding, you know, like... Oh, yeah. You know, Paramount Plus, Apple TV, Netflix, Your subscriptions Amazon. will be more than cable TV. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I've heard multiple people say that Ted Lasso is a very funny show. I just don't have... right. The, the Apple TV. From the standpoint of you've coached, 
You've right. been a coach. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter if it's at the little league level or the you know MLB or whatever. Right. But if you've coached, you've coached, and if you've been passionate about it, you know that's the aspect of Ted Lasso that I think you would just really like eat up. Right. So. Well, I'll look for that free episode, and then if we deem it worthy, I guess we just go another ten dollars, another ten dollars <laughs> a month. I want to say it's four ninety nine a month. And if you have an Apple device. Well, ESPN Plus just went to six ninety nine. I saw so, that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, is this good enough to rate right I, now? I think you're, so. You're done yeah. with yours. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the part that's soaked into your notes. Yeah, and then I did whatever was left from the bottle. I did finish that as well, too. Right. So I didn't spill it all. But, all right, my turn to go first. Um, this is definitely four worthy... 4.05. All right. I had already I had started writing as soon as you started talking. Um, now, one of our other, for some of the other stouts that we've had, I'm going to go 4.1. I don't know if I can go up into the 2, 3, 4 category or head towards a 5. There's... There's a little, it's, it's got the chocolate, it's got the coffee, it's delicious. Um, it's light enough and, and uh, not too rich so that you might be able to have a second one and really enjoy it. Uh, some of those chocolate coffee yeah. stouts sometimes, you just you take the first pull and you're like, oh boy, uh, this is good, but there's no way I'm going to have room for another one. So that's what warrants my 4.1. I wonder if any of our listeners who pay actually pay attention to our ratings are going to think that that you think that you're uh, five tenths, five hundredths of a point better than me, nah, because you because you, you went five hundredths of a point better, higher than well. That's m- why. Both I, of that's my why ratings. I told you I started writing it down uh, before you even. I knew this was going to be four point worthy. So. Oh yeah. <clears throat> All right. So the next one. Be- before yeah. we get to the next one. Oops, sorry. Definitely, the only reason I'm as low as four point zero five. Yeah. Is because it was so mild. Gotcha. I would have, you know, give a little bit extra bite so I can spill more shit on myself <laughs> and fall down. Right. All right. And I would have probably given it a four two five. Right. So your standards are a little, yeah. Yeah. You got some different stuff going on. All right. So the next one or last one in this set of tastings is going to be the Goose Island IPA. Yes, sir. All right. So the specifics on that one. Uh. 5.9% in 55 IBUs. So it should be... So it's the middle ABV and the middle IBU of the first segment. Correct. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's the... Uh, I would say it's the middle brother of the Yeah, three. I was going to say, on, on first taste, it's the Jan Brady of the three. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, again, solid, nothing blowing my dress up. Yeah, solid might be a little bit of a stretch. Drinkable for sure, but, um, all right, well, what else we got to close out this segment while we finish this tasting here, Dave? Um, oh, well, while you're thinking about it, 
I don't know if any of our listeners are on TikTok. I think maybe Grandpa Blackhawk does some stuff on TikTok. And possibly Nick Witzke. Go to TikTok, search at Funny Bikini Girl. <laughs> and let me know via Twitter at EPOTFFA on our Facebook, Flights Football, and anything else. Although I've been told our, when you go to Flights Football and anything else, you can't pull shit on there because I still am a idiot when it comes to Facebook. Um, but go to her go to her page and she also has a different account but it's the same girl I, I don't know what her other account is but funny bikini girl she tells jokes and she makes Jennifer Aniston look ugly in my opinion and I just want anybody to know you've already passed her at, yeah, yeah no yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on her yeah. page right now I went to her page yeah She's and, very fit. Well, very fit. I don't even. I don't. I don't, I don't even don't give know. a fuck if those are real or not. That's not. That's not the point. But I'm saying, would you argue that you know she makes Jennifer Aniston look ugly? Obviously, uh, that's a bit of a stretch. Obviously, okay. I get well, I, that. That's where I'm gonna go with that because right. you can't like. Yeah, she light years <laughs> ahead of. No, she's not. Um, but she's, she's got to be forty anyway. No, she's isn't attractive. She? Yeah. She has to be at least forty years old. Wouldn't you think? Mm. 35 plus. All right. Well, I'm going to go 40 plus, but hey, whatever. But hey, follow her on TikTok because actually she does have funny jokes too. So, and that's her stick, if you will, on TikTok. It says here she broke her tailbone trying to learn how to twerk. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's real. All right. But yeah, so anyway. Get, if Dave, if Dave can look her up that quickly, anybody else can at Funny Bikini Girl and let me know what you think. And just so, because speaking of that, now why is it? Is it just wrench size and wallet size? Because every once in a while you see real good looking girl with a fucking oh. buffoon <laughs> slob pig, but very rarely do you see like. Like a Brad Pitt, a George Clooney, with a you know oh yeah right with a snaggle tooth Walmart <laughs> shopping slob. I, yeah, well, I mean, is it, so is it wrench and wallet? Is I, that I, is I, that I, the I difference, would, yeah, maybe? It has to be because every once in a while you see a good looking girl and you look at who she's with and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Have you read? And the, you want to want you and you look at yourself and you want to run into traffic. It's like, why is this guy? He's a slob. Have you read Mars versus Venus? No. Okay. You should read that. Women look at the whole thing. Now, I'm going to go from Mars versus Venus to like a Playboy article. They actually do have articles in Playboy. And, you know, women look at the the situation way different than men. I don't know if that's a news flash to you or not. But uh you know, well, I must be the most superficial person on the planet. Because I look at that because you n you'll never see Brad Pitt with a snaggletooth fucking. What over. was the movie Shallow Hal or what was the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's no Hal? fucking keeper though. Uh, Jack Black is no fucking keeper. So that's what I mean. But, but everyone, you know, you see those girls anyway. Go to your Playboy article before. No, what I'm just saying, like, so so the article just was it was written by a woman telling men, hey, look, you know, if you go to the, if you have a good-looking friend and you go to the bar with your good-looking friend, 
when you get into the bar, the men are looking at the women and the women are looking at the women, but in completely different ways. Okay. So any of you young people out there that are still single, um, you can take this wisdom and do with it what you want. But the, the women are looking at the women in terms of like, if, if they're with another man, they're sizing it up. Like, what does she have that he likes? You know, what don't I have and why am I still single? And if in this, in the, the recommendation from the article is if you have a really good looking friend that is not a girlfriend, et cetera, et cetera. If you go, if you can convince her to go to the bar with you, you'll get, you'll, you'll up your chances of getting, you know, introduced or phone numbers, or you'll get other women interested in you simply because you're associated with this attractive woman. There, right. even like you said, even if you're a, a snaggletooth, <laughs> if you're a guy and you're a snaggletooth Walmart slob, yeah, um, you know what I mean? You, but he must people, have a big wrench or a big wallet because, like I said, there is no Brad Pitt is not about a friend the, though. Brad Pitt is not rolling with any fucking sloppy women. Well, that's because men are materialistic by nature. All right, fair enough, but. It, well, what are women there? Because like, why? Because you see some women like Jesus Christ. Look at that fucking pig he's, she's with. Well, they're that's ridiculous. They're typically more. That I mean, and I'm not trying to be like anti-sexist or anything like that, but it's a fact that women are more mature than men. They they look forward, you know, into the future a little bit farther than men. Some men can't get past the next so five a minutes. A uh, fat slob is looking forward into the future about a stable relationship that oh, they're going to be supported i'm just confused by that i'm just confused by because you will never see brad pitt with an ugly woman i guarantee well, why are you hung up on the brad pitt thing but he's a good looking guy yeah he is I, we, right, can, we, we could i could turn it into um because brad what, pitt knows guy, who's um listen brad pitt uh, knows he's attractive and he's so he just yeah but knows. there are attractive women who know they're attractive who are slobs but you never see an attractive man with a slob woman Never, ever. Yeah, I, I would. Okay, well, ever I, you never you, see you, it. First of all, you can't use the word ever. Second of all, I, I would you agree. Would give with, me an I would agree with you on the larger scale for sure. Okay, but I'm, that's what I'm telling Ryan, you. I'll, I'll even get off. Telling. I'll even get off. Brad, why let's go, Ryan Reynolds. Even, people listening to this are going, God, why? Why doesn't Mike understand? I'm, I'm agreeing with you. We're on the same why, page. Why don't I understand why? But you keep you keep like you keep going back no, and you keep circling I, back to Brad Pitt, oh, Ryan Reynolds, a good, George Clooney. Right, good-looking guys like that are not with snaggletooth fucking slobs because they're not. But good-looking women are with snaggletooth fucking slobs. I don't get it. So it must be the size of their wallet or the size of their wrench. That's the only two options there could be. Right now, are you is is the wrench the metaphor for the penis? <laughs> no, he's a handyman, Dave. <laughs> well, yes, it's a fucking metaphor for the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What did you think of that? Why did you think he was a carpenter? Are, yeah, some people are <laughs> not handy. a carpenter or a plumber. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, it's just a metaphor for the penis. <laughs> no, people, <laughs> people that are in the skilled trades. You know what I mean? They're they're handy. They're you know good at pipe fitting. Or, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just in my my field of work out in the area, you see that shit. And again, you just never see it like you know. You look at a guy and say, "Wow, that guy's fucking a good-looking guy." Right. But I'm trying oh, to tell gee, you, because look at the fucking pig he's with. Because Never see that, but you see it with a good-looking woman. You say, "What the fuck is she with him for?" Because 99 percent of the guys are self-centered, right? And, he's and part they, of the fifth of Jack Daniels walking in traffic. 
<laughs> and 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 women. This is nothing that I'm making up. I'm just telling you what I've learned and read. Women tend to focus less on the looks and the material things and focus more on the relationships and what is this person going to do for me in the future to create some stability. Right. Even the really good-looking ones are thinking that. Now, some some good-looking women don't. They you know they have to have a really super hot guy with lots of money and, and i respect that there you go. i respect hey, there you that because <laughs> that's who they should be with <laughs> yeah anyway let's rate goose right. island uh i go you go first all right uh this may be the longest segment ever. oh yeah for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this is may the, be we're the longest like segment 30 33 minutes worth already all right you'll all get right. your time back listeners <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to have to break it up during the week. All right, so Goose Island. Uh, like I said before, I won't go into any more detail because there is more no more detail to give. Uh, I'm going to go three point... Uh, 3.0. All right, so no longer are we five hundredths of a point apart. I liked it a little better than you did, but... Like you, it's my least favorite of the trio. I went 3-1-3 to close out the trio of tastings of segment one. Well, Mike, the pod's got to roll on, and we have two more tastings here coming up. Uh, The first one is going to be from Stone, um, the iconic West Coast style IPA. It's going to be just their standard Stone IPA. 6.9% ABV and 71 IBUs. So this one should be a little more bitter than uh, the other one. Uh, The second tasting in this part is going to be the Kentucky Coffee Barrel Stout. So we've got another stout in here. All right. And um, and I'm not trying to sway you in any way, shape, or form, but this is from Lexington uh, Brewery and Distillery. And I don't know if I said that quite right. Maybe it's a uh, brewery and, oh, distilling company. But this is the same uh, brewery that gave us our peppermint oh, order okay. yep. uh, during the holidays. I, thought the, label, so I thought the label looked familiar. Yeah, Lexington yep. is the same one. So let's, uh, without further ado. For, yes, sir. Here is your Stone IPA. I'll let you put that back in there. Get mine going. And now the Kentucky. Yep. And I think you and I got have to do a fancy like TikTok video. I think fancy like Applebee's on a Friday night. There's a, there's a certain dance to go with it. I'm not sure I can master it, master it because it's my dance moves are very, 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 very weak at best. But Yeah, I'm the best dancer I know, Mike, so I don't know. I don't want to embarrass you or anything like that. All right, Stone IPA. Stone IPA. Cheers. Huh. I don't know. I'm I'm with, a little I, confused right with now. The 70, with the 70 IBUs. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's not 70 IBUs of bitterness there, but... Let me, um, hold on just a minute. Maybe this is the one. Oh, I forgot. I got to back up a little bit here, too. All right, so. Beep, beep, beep. 
get it? You're backing up. Ah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, one of these I remember when I was reading. Uh, Golden Beauty explodes with um, citrusy flavor, hops aroma, all perfectly balanced by a subtle malt character. Golden Beauty explodes reminded me of a Nina Hartley video. <laughs> Um, this is not the one. One of these here has a high IBU, but they specifically say in the, um, in the guide to the beer that it's, um, you know, they, they have a, a really, um, they, they put a nice solid multi backbone to it to kind of hide the IBUs, but this is not the one that I'm reading right now. But, you know, <clears throat> like we alluded to, I'm not. I'm not sensing 71 IBUs here at all. Nor am I. Decent flavor, though. Mm -hmm. I'm not holding a grudge against the flavor. No, not at all. But this one, um, I want to tell you, the Stone IPA, what's the standard number of check-ins? I that would say when four four thousand. Four thousand yeah, is the standard. Yeah, is that what you, off the top yeah. of your head? That's yeah. what you're coming up with. So this Stone IPA, three hundred and ninety-four thousand. Yikes! You know, so Stone IPA brings it. Yeah, their, their listeners come to play. Now the Goose Island. I want to. This is where the backup comes from. The Goose Island in my notes, um, five hundred and sixty-three thousand check-ins. Half a wow. million, over half a million check-ins on Untapped for the Goose Island Beer Company, uh, the macro brewery out of Chicago, Illinois. Now, it says or they tout that it's a flagship IBA. I'm going back to the Goose Island. Stick with me, everybody. I'm going back to the Goose Island. It's their flagship IPA. Is a six-time medal winner at the Amer- uh, Great American Beer Festival. Now, what I'm saying is, out of the with the 563,000 people that have checked in, do you know what the rating on that beer was? I didn't go over the ratings, did I? Uh, I don't recall, but I'll no. say 366. 3.52. And how does that win an award? <laughs> that was my question. Yeah, because, I mean, I had it rated third on the three beers we tasted. If there was if there was uh, 500, now some of the beers that we've had that have come out, you know, pretty recently, you know, there's been like, we've had 600 check-ins or 500 check-ins, right. something like that. I'd say it's 500 schmucks, right. you know, if it's won all these awards. But this is 500, half a million people have checked in and rated this beer and gave it a 3.52. Where are the six awards coming from? Right. I agree. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that, that the Goose Island... Is drinkable. Mm-hmm. I won't shoo anybody away from it. No, 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 no. But I wouldn't Certainly give. Not. I wouldn't give it an award-winning. Yeah, beer. So uh, the Stone IPA. We're moving back to that now, which is what we're currently drinking. Has the three hundred, almost four hundred thousand check-ins. Um, and uh, if anybody cares, it's got the Magnum Chinook and Centennial hops in it. Uh, so maybe, maybe one of those hop combinations or that hop combination is what giving it kind of a smoother you know is it like in the in the notes i'm still yeah. even with yeah. half of a half of a tasting glass i could smell the hops but when i go to taste it yeah we'll see how that rates yeah. but anyway david you know i think it's time for you to get your uh, timer ready Oh, boy. Here we go. Twirl around the world in five minutes. Yep. Sports, sports world. Sports world in five minutes. 
and not a lot going on. So I, I know I'm gonna bank. I know I'm gonna bank the listeners some time. I think last week I did it in four. This week, oh, it's it, way be, shorter than four. This week will be four <laughs> or less. Okay. Ready? Yep. Go. All right. So since we last left you, the Milwaukee Bucks. After trailing the Phoenix Suns two games to none, beat the Suns on Tuesday, July, what was that day, 20th, to win four straight games and capture the NBA championship. Now in the Major League, my beloved Red Sox went 5-1. and one. They beat the uh, Toronto Blue Jays two games, had one game postponed. And then they a miraculous comeback against the Yankees on Thursday. Uh, I think the Yankee pitchers threw like five wild pitches. The Red Sox scored three runs to win and had like one or two hits. Yeah, I thought I was watching Major League Three. Um, Dorn! And then, uh, so that was Thursday. Friday, the Red Sox won handily 6-2. Saturday, the Yankees beat the Red Sox 4-3. And then today, the Red Sox beat the Yankees 5-4. And keep in mind, you know, I'll come back to that little asterisk for you guys there. Um, and then we've had the Olympics. I don't really understand pool play. you got to finish in the top two of your pool or whatever it is. And, you know, I'm not going to claim I'm an expert. And if it's a catch-22. Number one, NBA wanted to go global. Many years ago, you know, yeah. w- w- probably with the start of the Dream Team, wanted to go global. Yep. By going global, the world catches up to you. Right. So, based on today's efforts, the world has caught up because <laughs> the fucking United States lost to, to France. France. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And they were up by a Kevin lot. Kevin Durant. It, who wants to be considered as one of the better? I get it. Okay, maybe the French team plays together extended period of time in the United States player. But, hey, Jordan and Bird, they didn't fucking play together. But they went in and they fucking dominated and beat team by 50 points. It was the most impressive sports play as I spit all over the fucking North studio here. <laughs> um, it, and they just... Annihilated teams, Barkley, Bird, Jordan, those fucking guys right. were gods. Right. And this team fucking loses to France in pool play? Are you fucking kidding me? What a joke. They should fucking forfeit. Maybe all of them should test positive for COVID, go back to the United States, and just fucking take the loss because this, this is an absolute joke. Right. And then, then this is the best we got. But then again, the catch 22 is by the NBA going global. Right. The world's kind of caught up to oh, yeah. the United States in basketball. Yeah. Okay, so it is what it is. I mean, that's what I got. That's what I have in my notes, too. I mean, look out, USA. The world is catching up. Um, you know, there, there are a couple factors. I Wait, mean, you'll get your, if you want to talk about that. Oh, yeah, 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 this this your yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're 322 into it. Sorry, right. my bad. So, and then we have, um, I think it was the first ever gold medal in fencing, the old EP. I don't even know who it was. And then today we also had the first ever gold medal in women's taekwondo. Um, yep. And then... Kudos. The other thing about the Olympics, I just... I, I can't even think of the country 
but if you're if you're sending a 12 year old is your fucking best <laughs> are you fucking kidding me this is your fucking country's best and hey you know she tried got obliterated by a six-time olympian and as 12 year olds would do they she would cry so hey i'm not disrespecting i don't even think is 12 year old even in the middle school yeah probably a sixth grader right i'm not even disrespecting the 12 year old for crying i'm just saying that yeah are you fucking kidding me this is the best i mean syria is was that taekwondo no it was table tennis oh table tennis 12 year old in table tennis and she got dusted by somebody who's been in who's been in six Olympic games in the first three Olympic games that her competitor was in. This girl wasn't even alive. <laughs> she wasn't even born yet. And, I, you know, I know I get that Syria is a war-torn country, but I'm, are you fucking kidding me? The best you can send to the Olympics is a 12-year-old? Well, that's a fucking joke. That is, that, Come that's on, a Mike, mockery. you got to look at the silver lining here. What that's, is that's what I'm here for, is to look at the silver lining. Yeah, Do you know yeah. how many Olympics that she has to look forward to? At right. least ten, yeah, ten or more. But it's just that—that's crazy that you would say, "Hey, well, geez, we have nothing really to offer." So, yeah, wait, why don't you go? It's like, come on, a twelve-year-old in the Olympics is a fucking joke. And I'm not dis—I'm not disrespecting the twelve-year-old. I'm disrespecting Syria's choice of who. To, or, uh, I mean, is she the only table tennis player in Syria? Maybe. Oh, for fuck's sake! What a, that? That's crazy. Oh, and then and finally, you're at five thirty-seven. By the way. Oh, uh, but okay. But I interrupted. Yeah, you, you interrupted yeah. and fucked the whole segment up. This will be the first. <laughs> what I thought would be the shortest segment of my Mike Swirl around the sport ends up being the longest one. But I'm going to blame that on you. But and last but not least, the first two draft picks of the NFL draft went to the University of Michigan. Number one was a defenseman. Fourth time in twenty-five years, a defenseman went number one. And the second one was another guy from the University of Michigan. And the University of Michigan wasn't even that good. But yet they had the know. top two fucking picks in the NHL draft. Maybe maybe everybody after those two players Now sucked. you fucking humiliated. I, it's almost like Brad Pitt with a snaggletooth fucking bitch. <laughs> Dave, because now I didn't I didn't meet my five minutes left because you kept fucking putting your two cents in and interrupting my segment. <laughs> I couldn't help Shit! it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so what of Where's those, the Tylenol? What of, what of those seg- what of those topics or Another. All right. Floated your boat. All right. So uh, the other thing I was looking at, uh, if I'm looking through here. Okay. So uh, as far as you, I'm going to try to be as quick as I can to, to, because I screwed your segment. No, that segment's over. 53 year old Tony Hawk, 53 years old. He's your age. Okay. Tony Hawk. younger than me. Well, okay. What? uh, Tony Hawk is 53. Tony Hawk is 53. Yeah. So he went through and he kind of tested out the skate park that they made for the Olympics here. Um, and there's a picture of him probably like about six or seven feet off the coping in the air doing some kind of ollie or whatever the hell they call those moves. And, you know, he's, he's getting, getting there. there. Jesus, he's 53 years old and he's still doing this stuff. And then um, women. So three... is he in the Olympics? Or no, he no. He's just testing it okay. out, you know, because he's Tony Hawk. He gets to do yeah, that. Tony Hawk thing. is a man. Uh, and three-on-three hoops, uh, women's three-on-three hoops in the Olympics, 4-0 and in Tokyo. So then I get to that part, and I'm like, there's three-on-three hoops. I guess I heard that, that there's three-on-three basketball in the Olympics now. And so I'm thinking, my next question I had in my head was, 
Since there's three-on-three hoops and skateboarding in the Olympics, what's next? Olympic beer pong and and beersby. How do we get how do we get that by the or IOC? Froth. froth, whatever. How do we get that by the IOC? You're telling so me there, every there's, country there's has on, to, there's three there's three on three and five on five basketball. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is it half court? What is three on three? Is it's half court. court. That's dumb. I I'm no longer watching the Olympic game. <laughs> I will not watch him. So, but listen. So we gotta we gotta have a meeting. We gotta get some. So we gotta get some FaceTime with the IOC and see if uh, beer pong or beersby. Or, or what about podcasting? We could do <laughs> Olympic podcasting. Sure. I don't know how we would do, but you know, I'll enter my team. And I'm not 12. <laughs> I'm of legal drinking age. All right. Now there was also an article that I put in um, our website for you to look at. Uh, there was something out there about uh, there was some pictures, and there were 25 Olympians. That the question was, would you would would you allow your body to be changed to this degree to be an Olympian? I don't know if you got a chance to open up the pictures, but for an example, if you go out and find this, uh, the Olympic cyclists, their quads are like freakish. Like you're looking at it going, nah, that's, that's CGI, that's uh, CGI, or that's, that's gotta be airbrushed. That's not those, those quads on those people. Those, those aren't real. Uh, yes, they are. And they're, they're ridiculous looking. Uh, they're massive, like relative to the rest of their body. Maybe the uh, waitresses at a Pierce Road Bar and Grill, which is Liz and I's favorite Sunday hangout, maybe they're cyclists too because their quads are amazing too. <laughs> what are you? How do you tangent that to Pierce Bar and Grill? Anyway, because our waitresses' quads are amazing. It's like, are you? Because they're bringing you all those masagaves. I haven't had masagave because they're still on the masagave seltzer. All right, but um, and the only other thing that I was going to bring up in the sports world, uh. So Bryson DeChambeau and uh, John Rahm, th- they were eliminated from the Olympics from the from golf. Yep. Right. So um, that sucks for Bryson. And I'm and, and Brooks Kepka. I'm sure you're listening to the pod. I'm proud of you, man, for not jumping on that and, and giving Bryson some shit. But uh, John Rahm, that's two positives. He got kicked out of the Memorial Golf Tournament. Yep. Yep. And then two months later, he gets kicked out of the Olympics for positive tests for COVID. And I thought episode 84 would be our first COVID-free podcast since, (laughs) what, March of... 2020? 2020. Yeah. But you brought it up, so it's not. And it's just like, (laughs) it just shows you the stupidity because fucking John Rahm was in the British Open. Last week. Last week. When you test positive for COVID, you don't test again for 90 days because you can't, I mean, it, you know, l- let's say tomorrow, one of, you know, tomorrow you or I go for a COVID testing. We test right. positive for COVID on Monday. Right. Oh, shit. Wow, that sucks. Son of a bitch. Tuesday, we go for a COVID test. Well, what do you think the result's going to be? <laughs> Probably going to be positive. Right. But he withdrew from that tournament, which he was leading by six fucking strokes, golfing in the middle of nowhere next to nobody, and still had to forfeit that shirt fucking victory. And then it's cleared to golf in his next tournament, played in the British Open, which was from the United States to 
Britain, and now he goes to Tokyo, and now he tests positive again. It's like, well, fuck, he just tested positive. Right, so, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's got to go home. He, everybody knew he was positive. He fucking lost a tournament that he was six strokes ahead in because they sent him over there. You're, you're positive, and you're not standing next to anybody, and I don't know when you're going to stand next to anybody, but <laughs> sorry, dude, got to go home. Right. And it's like, there's no fucking way. The, the whole thing is just craziness. And that's what, like I told you last week. I wasn't looking forward to this Olympics because everybody is like, it's just, it's, it's just a COVID watch. Oh, testify. Oh, he, he's got to go home. There's fucking no fans there. Who cares? You know, you're here by yourself. And then the, the, the other one that's not even COVID related that blew my mind was. Oh, fuck, was he a fencer? Uh, I think he's a fencer, but he made the Olympic team, and... Don't they wear a mask when they fence? Yeah, but this isn't COVID-related. Okay. He, this oh, is, sorry. Uh, he is sexual, uh, sexual, uh, sexual assault, and he made the Olympic team. He was charged with oh, sexual assault in, in 20, like 2015. He was found guilty of sexual assault. And you know what his penalty is? He can't see in the Olympic Village. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? So, okay, so, yeah, okay, well, well, geez, I don't know, guy. That was five years ago. Maybe he's better. I don't know. Well, if we keep him out of the Olympic Village, there's no way he'll sexually assault anybody else, right? I mean, so yeah, just make make sure he stays out of the Olympic Village. That's his fucking penalty. I mean, fucking made the Olympic team, and then people came forward from five years ago and said, hey, this guy, uh, uh, I think it was sexual harassment. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know, this guy, you know, sexual, and they're like, okay, he's found guilty of sexual harassment, and whew. All right, well, you're on the Olympic team. You just can't stay in the Olympic Village. I mean, uh, what what fucking penalty is that? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, yeah, because he's not in the Olympic Village. Nobody's in danger at all because the only way anybody's in danger is if the guy's in the Olympic Village. And then it's all, it's Katie bar the door. He's going nuts. I mean, the, 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 the rules of this world are just so astronomically stupid it doesn't make any sense and i'm so glad you're here mike to bring it all to light i am too i I just want to let our listeners know that just it's just life and none of us are getting out alive all right so uh i think it's time we rate our that was my that was my twirl around i mean there's so much more i want anyway well maybe we'll talk about it later all right so uh we're rating the stone ipa yes all right, so I'm first. you're first. I liked it in the area, the Angry Mayor, but I think I liked Angry Mayor better, so I am going to give Stone IPA 320. All right. Uh, I'm going to go another. Uh, again, I wouldn't dissuade anybody from it. It's a solid IPA. It's refreshing. It's got a good taste. 3.0. All right. And our next one is what? The Kentucky Coffee Barrel Stout. Now, this one's uh, been in a bourbon barrel. Yep. Okay. So, let me real quick. Hopefully, it's good as their peppermint selection that we had around Christmas time that I absolutely loved. 
But this is just the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Coffee, so there's no peppermint, so we shall see. Yeah, ready? Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Yes. Smooth stout. Smooth is an understatement. I'm not getting hit with any whiskey. There's no bur- yeah, there's not the bourbon barrel. Alright, so let me let me read something real quick. The beloved uh or excuse me, Kentucky uh, Coffee Bourbon Barrel Stout is brewed and aged with Altec Cafe Citadel Haitian Coffee and aged in world-famous Kentucky bourbon barrels. The result is a complex stout and dark roasted malts, hints of caramel and vanilla, and a lightly roasted coffee finish. Amen, brother. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, as we enjoy this and before we rate it... Um, I want to go back to one thing on my sports notes. Okay. The Red Sox. Yes. I said they went 5-1. and one. Yeah. I bet the Yankees all four games on FanDuel. You did. And let me explain to the listeners. At the Fishman 8 knows this. And as I've told the listeners before, I am the world's biggest poor sport. So there are two teams. Like tomorrow, the Red Sox play the Blue Jays. I can sit down, watch the game, and if the Blue Jays are beating the Red Sox 13 to 2, I can sit and watch the game like, whoo, woo, got our asses whipped today. Right. Turn the channel and move on. Right. But because I live in I've lived in Michigan my entire life, the Red Sox Tigers and the Red Sox rival is the Yankees, the Red Sox Yankees, I cannot really sit down and watch a game. As, without, a nor, as a normal person. Because, without risking an aneurysm? Exactly. Or a pair of boxer <laughs> shorts or a remote control or something. I just can't do it. And even in the, whether the Tigers are the 84 Tigers and won like two gazillion games and the World Series, or the Tigers in the last couple of years where they're just absolute dog shit. I just, everybody around me is a Tiger fan, and when the Tigers beat the Red Sox, it's like, hey, Tiger beat the Red Sox. And like, hey, fuck you, I want to hit them with a brick. <laughs> and then the Red Sox rival is the Yankees. I mean, right. I, I remember running home from flag football practice at Furbringer Elementary in 1978 to watch the end of the Red Sox-Yankee game where Bucky fucking Dent hit one off Mike Torres into the screen and the Yankees beat the Red Sox in game 163 and overcame like a 13-game deficit in the last 18 days of the season or whatever it was, and I cried like a baby. So what I what I do is I know my money has no effect on the outcome of the game. But what I like to do when the Red Sox play the Tigers, when the Red Sox play the Yankees, now that FanDuel is legal in Michigan, I'll put something on it. It's like, you know, and it's, it's a hedging of the bet, except in Friday's game... Against Garrett Cole. I I mean, Garrett Cole is one of the best pitchers in baseball. And he was an underdog. And I'm like, that's that's a line maker's mistake. I, I think the you know, the Garrett Cole is he's been pitching that good. The right. other bats were to hedge my bats. It's like, you know what? If I win, if the Red Sox win, my heart's happy. The Yankees win, it's like, hey, at least my fan duel accounts to the in, in, improving. Right. <clears throat> and Saturday had the Yankees, and the Red Sox are up three nothing. 
just coasting. And I'm like, all right, well, hey, fuck the Red Sox one. They look really good today. And then all of a sudden, the eighth inning came, a nightmare of horrors. Boom, Yankees score four runs. Red Sox get a couple runners on the eighth, a couple runners on the ninth. Yankees win 4-3. I win my fan duel, but wake up this morning, I see the Yankees are a fucking underdog again. I'm like, the Red Sox, I'm happy they're in first. I think Alex Cora is a wonderful manager, and I think he is the main reason they're in first. But it's like, they really shouldn't be the big favorites. I know Aaron Judge is out, whatever. But they really shouldn't be big favorites in games like this. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm betting the Yankees again today. Yankees had a 4 nothing lead going to the bottom of the eighth. And much like the Red Sox the day before, eighth inning was an inning of horrors for the Yankees. Kaboom, the Red Sox scored five runs in the eighth, beat the Yankees 5-4. to four. So, you know, my FanDuel account is I'm at $50 from an original $100 investment in late December, early January, when FanDuel became legal in Michigan. So in seven months, I've lost 50 bucks. Eh, tomato, tomato. Now, tomorrow when the Red Sox play the Blue Jays, it is what it is. Hey, if the Blue Jays win 66-2, eh, bad day, let's move on. Right. But I just cannot, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. As a sports fan, I just cannot tolerate Red Sox, Yankees, Red Sox, Tigers. Like like I say, tomorrow, sure. I, I mean, I'll be able to sit down and watch the, the Blue Jays. And if right, right, Vladimir right. Guerrero hits yep. 33 home runs tomorrow, yeah. I'll be like, woohoo, wow. You'll, you'll be like but, a goldfish. <laughs> little Daddy Vaddy <laughs> had a great game. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, well, better like tomorrow, Red Sox. Yeah. But I won't be fucking hedging my bets. And I did that all weekend long. Lost a little money. Red Sox beat the Yankees three out of four, so at 54 years old, I'll put my heart over my wallet any day of the week. Well, then, that's why we love you, Mike. So, are we ready to rate this? Yes, we are. All right. Kentucky Coffee Barrel Stout. Well, I mean, you on are, the second tasting, yeah. do you go first? The whole second tasting? Nope. You, me, you. No, you're up. Okay, so I'm up. Um, I'm going to put this one... Just taking my last pull there. <clears throat> I mean, it is a solid stout. Um, I'm almost... It's got the word barrel on it, and I'm not tasting much of the barrel. Uh, although it comes in at 8% and 18 IBUs. 8% and 18 IBUs. I'm going to go... It's pretty solid. 3.60. All right. Well, I had my rating, my rating down before you said you're 360. Had we not had the Samuel Smith OCES, might be different. But I like the Samuel Smith OCES a little better. So I came in with the Kentucky Coffee Barrel Stout. 4.0. Wow. Zero. That surprised me. I, I, I liked it a lot. I thought the the second tasting of segment one had just a smidge more flavor. For sure. And that's why, oh, yeah. that's why I, I... I thought it had a lot more flavor. Yep. Yep. All right, Mike. Well, you are changing, my friend. 
You are becoming somewhat of a stout connoisseur. That I am. Well, all right, Mike, here we go. We're going to just tread on into the third tasting. We've got two more. What? Not to interrupt you, Dave. I took a little peek behind the curtain of episode 84. And <gasps> How dare you? I know. it. I just couldn't resist. And I see what we have on tap for this third segment. And as our listeners know... How I like to drink between segments and during segments and before segments and after segments <laughs> could be interesting. I may not make it through the end of this segment, but anyway, without further ado, what do we got for us on the third segment here, bro? All right, so we have uh, the 90 minute Imperial IPA from Dogfish Head. Uh, they are out of Milton, Delaware, and this one comes in at 9% and 90 IBUs. Nine zero IBUs. The second one is called Don de Dieu, if you put a little French twist on it, which it is from Quebec, Canada. So that's why it is Don de Dieu. And this one comes in at 9% and 10 IBUs. So that's going to be quite a contrast between the 90 IBUs and the 10 IBUs. And I'm going to guess because this one's 9% and 10 IBUs. Uh, the Don de Dieu, uh, that there's a, that's the one that said that they put a, a multi backbone to it. Right. Uh, the more lactose or malt that you put to a beer, you can kind of like squelch or smooth over the alcohol content. Yeah. The other interesting thing I want to tell you about this Don de Dieu, it is a Belgian style triple wheat ale from Quebec, Canada. So obviously what is the native language or the original language in Quebec? French. French. Who owns uh, the brewery is called uh, Unibro. I think that's how you pronounce it. Guess who owns it? Lohenbro. No, that's German. Sapporo. Oh, that's Japan. Yeah. <laughs> right. So a Japanese beer company owns a French-Canadian beer company. Isn't that cool? Weird. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. So anyway, and the other connection is, which one of these two beers do you think has a connection to the band Megadeth? I will go 90-minute Imperial IPA. Okay, well, Mike, uh, I'm going to tell you, whoops. Oh, shoot. Oh, my notes. Oh, no, here it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Oh, crap. Oh, there it is. All right, so... That was awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward. Uh, trying to sift through my notes here during the third tasting. Uh, this uh, Unibro, I'm trying to pronounce it right, but I'm probably pronouncing it wrong because it's French. Um, one of their beers is called a Telt de Limon, and uh, that beer from this brewery that is owned by a Japanese beer company... Uh, it was brewed at the request of guitarist Dave Mustang of Megadeth. Oh. So not the Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA, but the Don de Dieu has some connection to the band Megadeth. Hello, me. It's me again. <laughs> no, but I know you're kind of like a... That's the kind of genre yeah. that's your favorite, so I thought that would be yeah, an that's interesting just, little... that's why I just dropped the little Megadeth yeah. song lyric on you. All right, so here we go. I'm going to crack... The dogfish head first. Get you your tasting. That's a golden. Very color. orange, goldish. 
All right, there's me. Let's go. Let's crack the Donde. What is it? Donde do? Close uh, enough. Fuck it. Donde do. It's got the old uh, it's got a, Lohenbrau wrap on it. Remember the old Lohenbrau bottles? Oh, yeah. It's got is Lohenbrau the, still a beer? Oh, I believe so. There you go. Right. Little, little bit lighter in color. Yep, light there. Yep, lighter in color. Almost got a slight haze to it. So let's go. Let's sample the old dogfish first. All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. No noticeable yeah, notes. Yep, nothing on the, the the nasal end of it. On the finish, you can oh. kind of get the ninety IBUs. Not right off the right off the bat. I was like. Where's the 90? Very rich, though. A, a rich, clean taste for 90 IBU. Right. Hmm. All right. So. No, on the second poll, there's the 90 IBUs. All right. So what, what, do, what do we have to discuss? At this time, typically, I cue the music. Yep. We go with Millie Jackson. Yep. Little, little fuck you, fuck you. I have nothing, Dave. I have nothing. Pretty good week for you? Yeah, very good week. Nothing really upset me. Nothing caught me off guard. Nope, I don't either, actually. It was a it was an excellent week. I can't think of a, a single thing. All right, so you, you, we don't want to force the segment. I can't go back to sports. Yeah. I've got well, a question, I've got yeah, a question for you. Have you seen either the LFL, which is now the XFL, Extreme Football League, or the WFA? What is WFA? The Women's Football Alliance. No, I have not. Okay. So, just a little education here. So, I I was on ESPN, right? Going through the app. Hey, what's going on in the sports world? Just curious. Hey, you know, trying to update myself. And there's women's football. So then I type into Google, you know, women's professional football. And something comes up that I was not watching previously on ESPN. So the LFL, now the XFL, Extreme Football League, uh, that is like arena football. It's on like an arena style football. But the women are in basically lingerie that would be fitting for a... Uh, uh, Cinemax after dark. Whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Because they're all getting down into a three-point stance and, you know, you can pretty much, they might as well not even be wearing anything, to be honest with you. So anyway, they've got shoulder pads on and they've got what looks like a hockey helmet with a visor. But then the shoulder pads and the jersey on the shoulder pads is rolled up so you can see the bikini top and the cleavage. Right? Now... Okay, now you're saying, well, this this can't be real football. These women are crushing each other. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, if you YouTube it, I mean, it's it. They are. Uh, did you gr- check the date on it? No, this is this is 2021. All right. Yeah, Man. or at least 2020. I know that for a fact because they updated from the LFL 
and I almost want to say like the the one of the L's is for lingerie or something, lingerie football league, or I don't know what it was. But clearly, this is a league where you know they said, "Hey, ladies, you know we're gonna get tons of viewers if you just show as much skin as possible." You know, right. sex sells, that kind of a thing. So um, I'm thinking, oh, this is gonna be stupid. But in actuality, I mean, they are. There are some serious hits in this thing. They are not holding back one. I mean, so anyway. So then you go to the WFA, which is the Women's Football Alliance. And this is more classical. It's on an actual football field in an actual football stadium. Uh, they're at. They're wearing football pads like you would traditionally see, and there are you know football players and the the linemen or line women, excuse me. Uh, the line women are you know of a traditional size um, that you would expect line people to be uh, to be you know PC about it. Um, so I mean it's football that you would think football would be. So my question is, A, have you seen it? No. You haven't seen any of it? Which I looked, there was one on the ESPN video that I was watching of the WFA. There were zero people in the stands. So I'm assuming that not even their family members were showing up to watch these games, but yet it was on ESPN. And I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to research it because <laughs> I'm thinking. I remember a, a women's football league with fuck that was years ago. I'm, I'm well, they just say it's been in effect for decades. An old article. No, this is this is right? brand, this is currently going ar- on, and I have not seen it. So now now in the XFL, I mean the women are straight up. They just pulled them straight from Hooters. And put shoulder pads and a helmet on them. I mean, that's pretty right. much what's going on. And this is all on social media? Or well, this, when I went to, uh, like, like I said, the WFA was on ESPN. I would I don't know if ESPN is, is also covering the uh, XFL, but both of them said, you know, when I was researching, you could, obviously you can get a lot of, con- of this content on YouTube, which is where I researched right. it to figure out, like, is this a real thing or is this, like you said, I mean, I was as skeptic as you are, as about, you know, in terms of what I was watching. Excuse me. So, I don't know. I was just bringing it up. Uh, I'll have to research it because I remember, I mean, but fuck, this is like mid to late 90s. There was a um, women's football league. Well, the WFA, which is, like I said, the, t- the traditional football looking on a traditional football field right um they said they've been it's been going on for decades and they have 65 teams in the usa yeah i'll have to deep dive in a little more all right not calling you out on it not calling you a liar on it i'll have to deep dive in a little more and yeah go from there all right all right so do you want to rate this yeah quick? let's rate the uh 90 minute ipa from dogfish head uh, I'm just 60 minute man. Oh, this is 90 minute. Mm-hmm. What movie is that from, though? So I'm 60 minute man. I don't know. It's Bull. the Durham for fuck's sake. What? Come on, Dave. Bull Durham? Yeah. What was that in reference to? The song they play when Crash was fucking nanny. <laughs> I'm your 60 minute <laughs> man. Uh, I didn't think that was real. 
right. Yeah, I 60 think... minutes, that's that's CGI. <laughs> Did I leave you stumped? Uh, no, I, I, I was just trying to do my own. <laughs> well, you're always ex- stumped, right, I was, Mike? Yeah, I was, always, <laughs> I was trying to do my own personal experience. I'm like, 60 minutes, like, well, now, if I, if I count, like, the first 40 minutes when I get home... And you know, ten minutes to take off my clothes, and, All right, and then seven stop. minutes to get dressed. Stop. Stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm your sixty minute man. <laughs> stop. stop. All right. All right. Yeah. Um. God damn. It's almost your too sister's much. name is Kathy, right? Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. Kathy. Fuck. Same thing. <laughs> but yeah, Carrie did very well here because these are. Excellent choices, and I'm trying to put them in pecking order because the the 90 minute here brings me back to my roots. I'm the IPA guy for fuck's sakes. Now, did I like it better than the Samuel Smith OCS? That was a stout. That was a. I know. That's what I'm saying. And, oh. and this is. No, you can't compare stouts with a IPA, can you? But I can can fucking do my rating of what I like better. True. All right. And I went 405 on the OCS, OCES, and I went 4.0 on the Kentucky Barrel. You know what? Tell me what. I'm going 399 because I I think I still like those other two better, but I really, really like this 90-minute. So I'm going 3.99. All right, so for the listeners, I'm going to just go straight you know, I'm comparing this with the other IPAs we've had on the pod today. Um, so I'm going 3.75. Because I liked, I, I well, and I did like the stouts better. <clears throat> so did I. I mean, very close. 399, 4.00, and 4.05. I mean, we've had some fucking bangers today. So I really, I really enjoyed these. So now, without further ado, let's kick off the last tasting and get right into everybody's favorite segment. The random question. So what our last one up on the docket is what, Dave? Don de do. Don de do. Well, like okay, so that never mind. Forget it. What? <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Do. Can you say do? Do. Yeah, do. Do. Not do like you're gonna do something. Don de do. Don de do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll get to that later. All right. All right. <clears throat> Random question time, Dave. All right. Hit me. And I'm sure, yeah, fuck, I mean, 84 episodes deep. When did we start the random question? Like episode 12 Maybe. Yeah, 12-ish, probably. <clears throat> you know, so if, if we repeat ourselves, listeners, for your you one or two that really, like, document every word we say there's not even one or two people that are doing that mike well i mean and if there are (laughs) we love them it's like hey thank you call us out and you know post it on social media like they're that mike and dave are frauds they had this random question twice there's losers anyway think of any sport whatever whatever you consider a sport think of any sport yep what is the one activity of any of those sports do you wish you were the best at? Like within that sport? In, yeah. You know, so like, so I think mean, of a sport, and within that sport, 
what part of it do yeah, I so wish like, I was the best example. At? If you want to, you know, tennis, if you wish you could have 173 mile an hour serve and just blow people away. Right. Then say, I want to be able to have the the world's fastest serve and be able to. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. So um, I've always wanted to be the first U.S. Olympian to win a singles badminton match ever. With a hundred and fifty mile an hour smash. That's what they call it in badminton. You know, so like right. basketball's got the dunk, volleyball's got the spike, badminton's got the smash. There was a commercial yeah. a while back, and some I hope there's at least one listener. Please, you know, get onto our Facebook page. Let me know if you remember the commercial. There were two NFL football players, and right now I'm not gonna remember their names. But it, it was in preparation for the Olympics, and they were doing some commercials for the Olympics. I think it was a Visa or MasterCard, you know, the only card that's accepted at the Olympics. And they were doing a badminton match, and they were, uh, of course, stereotypically, there were two Asians on the other side of the net. And stereotypically, there were two uh, African-American uh, NFL football players. And they were, they the one of them just smashed a birdie, and it lodged in the leg of one of the other players across the net a la like in um, uh, Pet Detective 2 when uh, Jim Carrey got the spear in his leg, you know, and he's like, ah, ah, and screaming. So this badminton player, so that's me. I wanted to be that guy, first U.S. Olympic badminton player to win a gold medal that had a 150-mile-an-hour smash. And ladies and gentlemen, and that was that. That is not you. Didn't prompt me on that. This no, is a yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I would have done a much better job of fucking prompting than that. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this we are closing out episode eighty-four of Flight Football and Anything Else. And alas, I may have to say. The final episode of Flights Full of Anything Else, because if my fucking pod partner, biggest fucking dream is to hit a fucking badminton that fucking hard, I, I, I may just give up. I mean, I may just give up, but, you know, hey, I, I'm going to sleep on it. You know, it's not going to take much for me to fall asleep because I've been drinking a lot of fucking alcohol tonight, so... You know, I'm, I, you know, but, but I'm going to sleep on it and, you know, we'll post something on Facebook if 84 is the last episode or not. But no, I mean, my, <laughs> when I, you know, I had it down to like, you know, would you like to leave from the free throw line and just fucking just dunk over people? No, nah, that's Or would done. you like to fucking just, you know, take a 99 mile an hour fastball and just fucking turn on it and hit it into the third deck of the stadium you're playing at. Those are those those are both cool things. <laughs> Way better than Madden. <laughs> but um, I um, my 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 fucking go to would be a UFC thing. It'd be like if it would be so fucking gratifying. I mean, I, I don't consider myself a 10-pound weakling that could get my ass beat by a, you know, a 12-year-old Girl Scout. But, I, but I'm certainly no or fucking... Or a 12-year-old ping-pong player. Or a 12-year-old ping-pong player, but I, I'm certainly no fucking badass. And wouldn't that be fucking great? I mean, just like, you know, 
put yourself in the fucking octagon. But the octagon is, you know, a bar. You know, somebody fucking spots <laughs> off to you and you're like, dude, you know, just leave me alone. I'm just trying, you know, I just want to have a good time. Just drinking a few beers. Leave me alone. And they keep fucking running in their mouth. And all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden you have fucking a broken nose, broken jaw, and a broken arm. And you fucking have just destroyed three guys. And, you know, it, 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 to me... That is the the skill you'd want to have. Like you know, you just get into the, you know, get into the octagon, and everybody, like, this guy, fuck, what a loser! He ain't beating up anyone, and then you just fucking beat the absolute fuck out of somebody. That's what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. I would just want to beat the fuck. I mean, Deservedly. I mean, I'm not just going to go up to some 92 year old right. man, beat the fuck out of him on the street corner, leave him for dad. So you want to be you want to be Shang Chi? Yeah, I want to be a tough guy. Okay. You know, I want I want that ability. Like you know, you know, I'm sitting there drink. I'm sitting at the bar, drinking my Don Dio. Don Dio. Don Dio. Do you know what that means in French, by the way? I don't know. What does it mean? Gift of God. So it's kind well, of a blasphemy. So I, want, I want to be drinking my gift of God. It's kind of a blasphemous says, beer, to be honest with you. Right. So somebody says, that, you know, I'm, so I want to be drinking my gift of God at the bar. And somebody comes up to me and says, what are you drinking, sissy? I'm like, drinking the gift of God, bro. He's uh, I don't like the way you look, boy. And all of a sudden, wop, wop, blue, wop, wop. <laughs> you know, and right. everybody in the bar is just looking at him. Jesus Christ, what happened? That's what I want. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm so, a little, I guess I'm a little, I, my wants are a little more violent than your badminton, but <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it is what it is. Well, I'm, I, I gave the scenario of a, of a actual a shuttlecock lodged in the thigh of one of my opponents, so. Yeah, no? but even, even that is like... No, oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah, uh, not equivalent yeah. to a broken jaw and a... Or, like, it, it, wouldn't you just like to be up there, you know, it, give me something, like, you know, stand up your your face and somebody throws 100 miles an hour oh, yeah. and just fucking jerk it 503 feet into the left center field bleachers. Yeah, but that's been done. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess nothing in badminton's been done because nobody gives a fuck about it. But. All right. Let's write Don De Do. There you go. You almost got it. So, oh, this is you? Or is this me? I think this might be me. I'm going first. All right, go ahead. All right, so um, the same as the 90-minute on the start, once it's the front of the pallet, but at the back of the pallet, that's where the 10 IBUs. I think 10 IBUs. That's dumb. This is like a 9%. So I would put this at probably about 30 or 40 IBUs if I was... If I was putting that statistic out there, but um, on the finish, nice and smooth. Uh, so I'm going to put it at a three point eight zero. Hmm. I love that left of the bottle. Let me have one more pull of this bad boy because I don't know if I like it better. We have mm-hmm. Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Carrie, excellent fucking selections. Does she listen to the pot or no? Uh, if I tell her to. All right, tell her to listen to this. Hey, Carrie, excellent fucking selection on the beer because I'm having a hard time picking out my favorite. All right, so one more pull of the Don de Do. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I got to go with 
I'm amused at how perplexed you are. I like to, you know, cop out to be sure. I'll, I'm going to go 3.99 because I liked it every bit as much as the 90-minute IPA, but I did like both bourbon, the bourbon barrel and the uh, Samuel Smith better, so I'm going to go 3.99 on the Don De Do. All right. But, Dave. Yep. You made it, Mike. Kind of brings a tear to my eye, brother. All the tastes we've had. And now, as I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, <laughs> but you got to get the heck up out of here.